Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Two Seconds Before I Snap. It's your girl, Joyce. So I know you guys are like, girl, we sick of you. Where's the consistency? You came back in January and here we are now, okay? And it's April and here you are again. So <laughs> I just wanna say, I know, I know, I know. Don't beat me up too much. Um, what happens is, Sometimes I can get a little bit too ambitious and um, sometimes I will really focus in on one thing. I'll give that one thing all my love, all my attention. And then I kind of like to like educate myself on a certain topic. So I'll read a lot or take a class or whatever I need to do. So that's kind of what's been going on. I actually went to school, back to school. I don't know if I told you guys that. And so, um, yes, that is definitely an adjustment and a challenge. Uh, thankfully, because of the quarantine, woo -woo, we took a very long break. Today was actually my first day back. It was very awkward because we had to do a Zoom. So I actually had to make myself presentable, like presentable because I know that, um, you know, the quarantine and chill life is exactly what most of us look like. So it was kind of nice to be able to, you know, put my makeup on and put some earrings on and make sure my hair looked good. But yeah, it was really re weird. We did a Zoom lecture and then, I mean, that was pretty much it. But I'm like, wow, the new way of the world is just crazy to me. Like, honestly, I never saw this pandemic coming. Um, I can't say that it was hard for me to adjust to this, only because being a stay-at-home mom, I'm already home a lot anyway with Justice. Um, but the one thing, it was just me and Justice. It's an adjustment to be here with the older kids. Tristan is very theatrical. She has lots and lots and lots of energy, and that can be very exhausting. Um, or them with just the sibling bicker and making sure they're cleaning up, making sure that they're homeschooling. It's a lot. Let me tell you about this homeschooling, okay? It's like real school. And I'm not a teacher, so it's just like, listen, you know, Miss Zachary, I can't deal with this. But it hasn't been that bad, honestly, because my children are older. And so they can actually log on, see what they need to do, complete their task. All I do is just make sure that they get on every day. That's it. They get on, they complete their task and move on. So I'm glad that I don't have like an elementary school child that would probably need more help, more assistance during this time. But my love and prayers and all my good vibes and positive vibes are with all of you during this time you your family and your loved ones i know this is a very hard time for all of us um some days i can be very productive doing a lot of reading lots and lots of reading lots of blogging um obviously spending time with the kids obviously i mean you really can't get around it <laughs> so um yeah michael he's here working so I really don't get tired of seeing him because he works so much. I don't really get to see him. So if you know anybody looking to do a home refi or if you wanna do a home refi, now is the best time because the rates are so low. Um, he also obviously does purchase as well. But yeah, anyway, so he's just been really, really busy. So we just do our little date nights and try and get creative with that. I've started like a couple Zoom. It's really cute, it was really fun so far. We've only done one so far. I have another one coming up this week. But anyway, so it's just like me, Michael, 
and a bunch of other married couples, we get on, we laugh, we chat, we talk, we pray. Um, it's really like whatever. So I got these cards. I saw this game on Red Table Talk. Love that show. But yeah, so anyway, I saw this game and it's called We're, We're Not Really Strangers. It looks so cute. I'm all about healing. I'm all about personal growth, personal development, um, learning and uncovering things about people you're close to. Um, I really like somebody's story. We all have a story. And so it's like, I just, you know, I find it very intriguing and very interesting to know why people are the way that they are, whether that's good stuff, bad stuff, or in between. Um, but yeah, so I'm very interested in that kind of stuff. And so anyway, it looked like a really fun game. So I ordered the Red Table Talk expansion pack. And I think we're going to do um, a few of those questions the next uh, couple Zoom that we have. Um, yeah, but it's super cute and fun. It's just like during these times, you need to, um, you know, strengthen the marriages. The enemy is on attack, honey. And it, it can be difficult and it can be an adjustment to be with someone all day, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, especially if that's not something that you were used to doing. So it's just a time to step away and have fun, um, you know, just to laugh and, you know, just enjoy each other's company. And I know some of you are probably like, what? You talking about marriage? What? On the last episode, you were totally seeing a lawyer, which I did. Um, completely wasted my money. Um, yeah, so <laughs> there's that. Um, Michael, so I did see my lawyer. She was very fierce, darling. Excellent. Number she came up with blew my mind away. You know, she just was ready to go to war for me. Um, however, Michael was also ready to go to war. So he definitely just, he just never stopped fighting. He never stopped fighting. And he um, just really wanted me to give him another chance, give us another chance. Um, because again, like I've been saying, it's not so much of him necessarily. I mean, sometimes, but um, a lot of times it's just me wanting to be by myself just because things that have gone on in the past or things that he has let me down in or disappointed me. And it's like, look, I'm just in a season of life now where I'm very much about me. I really just, I'm really into protecting my peace, watching who I'm around. Um, I'm giving out the same energy that people are giving me while still trying to stay positive. And sometimes I fall short, of course, um, because I am a progressing woman. I am not a perfect woman. Um, I actually hurt someone's feelings yesterday. Yesterday it was intentional, um, but today I, felt a little bit bad not bad about what i said or not bad about what happened just bad that i was the one that hurt someone's feelings and it's like look you were giving me certain energies and vibes and so i'm giving you that same stuff in return but yeah not one of my happy moments um <laughs> but you know we're always gonna keep it here i mean keep it real here but anyway yeah so like with the quarantine like it's a lot of stuff that i have been very productive like organizing my drawers, cleaning out the front closet. We've done gardening. We're going to like redo the kitchen during this time. Like, so I'm really excited about some of the things that we're doing as far as like uh, getting the house in order. Um, I'm going to do like a completely renovation of the bathrooms, which we already discussed. And thank you to you guys that 
sent me referrals for um what is it called the lady that uh ladies that do microblading um i did not end up getting it done i got nervous there were so many nice people that were suggested and i just got really overwhelmed so i'm still going to do it um it just i don't know it's just oh i don't know i have to be very comfortable with that type of stuff i mean this is like total TMI, but just like, whatever, we keep it real here. I totally had a consult for a boob job too. Um, and I just I couldn't go through with that either. I mean, whoa, I was just like, listen, I can't do this stuff. Um, it looks good after and it all seems fine and dandy and great and exciting. But then it's like, okay, you guys start talking about some serious stuff. And it's like, oh my God, I'm going to have to be put under. Obviously not the same for the microblading. I'm just saying like, I just always think things are so exciting because I'm trying to be like, oh, you know, just different, getting out of my shell, doing things that I normally wouldn't do. And then sometimes I revert back to that old Joyce, like, mm -mm, we're not doing that. So <laughs> we shall see what happens with the microblading. Um, I have narrowed it down to at least two people, so we'll see where it goes. But anyway, um, the blog is back up and... There'll be a lot of good knowledge nuggets on there. Um, I did, I love reading, like I said. So there is a blog post about like some really cool books I've read. Um, there is a post up about good TV shows to watch. Oh my God. Like obviously we're all really watching a lot of TV. Um, a book that I've read recently, it was called The Gift of Forgiveness. Really, really good book. Really powerful book. It was really good because I like that the author didn't just write the whole book from her perspective and talking at us. What she did was give her perspective. She talked about how she lost a um, a friend of hers, like a very long friendship crumbled and that was devastating for her and she had to forgive. And, you know, I've talked about that here on the show that happened Something similar happened to me as well. So I thought that was very interesting. You know, sometimes people forget that you do have to heal and forgive the loss of a friendship. It's not always just relationships. It can be, um, I mean, relationships with like your spouse. It can be with your sister, your brother, your parents, um, coworker, whatever. And it was just so good because in the book, the perspective comes from lots of different people. So a lot of people get to tell their story and how they had to walk through forgiveness, what it meant to them, what it looked like to them. And then you as the reader got to just equate that to something in your life. So I thought it was really cool. Like for example, um, the mom. Okay, so some of you may or may not be familiar with the combine shooting. Um, and her son that did the shooting, she was devastated, you know, and she said that for a while she didn't like him, like after he died, um, you know, and so she was just like, she had to forgive herself um, and she had to forgive him. She had to forgive herself because she didn't notice that he was hurting so bad to do something like that. Um, but one thing that bothered her is that a lot of other people would offer her forgiveness and she's like, what are you forgiving me for? I didn't do anything. He did it, you know, like, <laughs> and so I understood her from a parent standpoint. Yes, we are supposed to be involved and know what's going on with our kids, but sometimes people really can hide their hurt very well. Um, and so 
I just felt bad. I, I was able to emphasize with her because um, I never thought about it like that. Sometimes that when we offer people forgiveness, um, you almost put yourself in a position of superior to them. And so it was just very interesting. Like it was very weird. I've never looked at forgiveness from that standpoint, but there was, you know, obviously people in there talking about how they had to forgive infidelity. There were people that had to forgive their parents, you know, just, um, what is his name? Devon Franklin. He was just basically saying he had to forgive his dad. He was like an alcoholic. He ended up dying. And then his mother really worked a lot. So she wasn't able to be there the way he would have wanted her to be. But he's like, listen, she was a single mom raising kids and she did the best that she could. And sometimes we have to remember that people are doing the best that they can do. Um, people are hurting. Uh, people are still on their growth journey. People don't some people do mean harm. Sometimes people don't. But anyway, forgiveness is just like a very tough thing to do. It really is. Um, it's something I used to struggle with a whole lot. Now it's something I don't struggle with as much um, because I've realized that it really is for me. It's a freeing for me. It's healing for me. Okay. It's accepting and moving forward. You know, like, okay, you've been hurt. You know, I'm acknowledging that. I'm accepting that this happened to me. And now I'm moving forward and taking the proper steps to heal from the trauma or whatever and just, you know, being better. So, yeah, that's a really, really good book. Um, I think everybody can benefit from reading about forgiveness. I think all people, that's an area that um, people can struggle with. So, um, because it's very hard to forgive, it is. And so if you're a person that does struggle with forgiveness, I would say get that book. Again, it is called The Gift of Forgiveness. I can't think of the author's name, I mean, the author's name right now, which kind of sucks, but um, it's like a light green book. Um, gosh, I wish I knew her name. Anyway, I'll have to find it and put it in the comments or something. But anyway, that's a really good book. That's my suggestion for the week. So if you struggle with it, and even if you don't struggle with it, it was like I said, just a really good book. There were so many people in there, even like some of the, um, there was like a lady in there from that whole gymnast, the guy that was like molesting all those gymnasts. It was a lady in there giving her story. It was really good. So um, yeah, lots and lots of knowledge nuggets, just very good, interesting read too. And then sometimes it's nice to read stuff like that because it puts in perspective, like, wow, these people are forgiving some serious stuff. Like there was even this guy in there talking about how the Pope was basically molesting him at the church. And so that was intense for him. And he went on to be in politics and stuff. But anyway, all that type of stuff. And then even the Sandy Hook shooting, you know, she taught her son died. And so she had to forgive the shooter. Um, also that church, uh, the um, guy that shot up those church members, um, the black church, I can't think of it right now, the name of it. But anyway, yeah, it was some really cool stories. But yeah, it was just like, wow, these people have been through some really traumatic things. Not that I'm saying I haven't, because everyone has, again, you have your own story. But sometimes it just puts in perspective, like, wow, if they were able to forgive that, like that Sandy Hook shooting, like I literally cried when that happened. So if she was able to forgive that person that killed her son, who was only six years old, then, you know, it's like, wow, I can forgive some of these people. There was even this one guy in there and he was just kind of talking about how him, his pregnant wife and their child went to have ice cream and he 
they got in a really bad car accident and they died. That is just something you just feel like, no way am I forgiving that other driver. Like, I just cannot. You've literally taken my whole family. But he was able to walk in forgiveness. Um, yeah, so anyway, that was a really good book. And so, yeah. So anyway, I'm doing any anyway. Look at me stumbling over words still. Can you believe me? Um, I guess it's just who I am. <laughs> just accept it. Um, yeah, but so we obviously play lots of board games here and all that stuff. And then there are just days where I just chill. Um, that's one thing that I don't want people to do, to think that this is a productivity war or something like that. Like some people are like just being massively productive and they probably are doing that because this is their first chance to be able to do that. Okay. Then there are some people who are just chilling their life away and that is okay. It really is because I notice for some people, this might be the first time in a long time, some celebrities, for example, where they got to be still, you know, sometimes we don't get to just be still and just get to uh, self-reflect, you know, listen to God, reevaluate, relook at our goals and just stuff like that. It's this, I feel like this has been a blessing. I know it's a lot of bad stuff happening, but I do always try and find the good in it. And I have been able to, you know, the days when I'm not extra sad, obviously, because we're all sad during this time, but I have been able to see some good in it because if I don't, I'm literally going to go crazy. The two seconds will come. And so, yeah, there has been a lot of different blessings that have occurred um, and a lot of self-reflecting personal growth. Um, that's been able to happen. I even had a friend, um, um, I've talked about her before on the show, but um, without her name, but yeah, there was a friend that I had and our friendship, it ended and it literally broke my heart. And so obviously during this quarantine, she reached out. Well, not obviously she reached out. I'm, <laughs> like, obviously this is the girl I'm talking about. So she's the one that ended up reaching out to me and I was just really grateful for that. I was really, really happy. And I told her that I appreciated that. She just, you know, wanted to tell me that she missed me and check in. I had been thinking about her too, and I wanted to check in. And so that was pretty cool. That was, you know, I can consider that a blessing, you know, that um, it just means that she's grown, that I've grown, and that sometimes it is just so important, which I just recently wrote a blog on actually about making and maintaining friendships as adults. Sometimes that seems like a very hard thing to do for adults. Like we don't want to be too awkward when making a new one, but sometimes you have to. I have made some really cool friends that if I didn't put myself out there, I wouldn't have been able to be friends with them. I wouldn't have these dope individuals in my life. And I'm grateful that I was able to just put fear aside and be brave. There are other people who um, I would like to be friends with, for example. So it doesn't even have to be like a complete stranger. Somebody you just like, man, she's really dope. Or we have so much in common. Those are the type of people that you want to see. Can I have a friendship with this person? Because it's so important. The community that you roll with, your inner circle, it is so important for everything that you do in life, I promise you. So yeah, I just feel like um, you have to take chances, you know? Um, and then as far as maintaining friends, that's can be the hard part because people get so busy or people get caught up in themselves or I don't know. I don't really know all the reasons, but <laughs> stuff just happens. Okay. Or distance happens, whatever, whatever. But to maintain a friendship that you actually care about is important 
Do not let stupid little arguments or dumb little things divide you from a good, valuable friendship. Don't do that. Do not do that. Um, because sometimes forgiveness can happen, healing can happen, but things may never be able to be the same. Maybe you could have been friends with that person during that season that you absolutely needed them, you know? Um, and so that's something that her and I discussed that, you know, we really could have been there for each other, confided in each other. And we miss so many life life events that happen in one another's life that we cannot get back um, or moments that we could have probably encouraged and we've missed it. So yeah, I just want to encourage you guys today. If there are people that you need to mend with, mend with those people. And if there are people that you don't want to mend with, then guess what? Don't mend with them. Believe me, it's fine. Um, I'm just saying you have to do whatever you're going to feel comfortable with. There are people that I have distance with and it's just like, okay, if you know, if you've done all that you can do, you've apologized, you've tried, you've reached out, you've done this, you've done that, then that's really all that you can do. You just accept that and you move on period. But if it's somebody that you do need to reach out to, reach out to them. Okay. Just cut the crap, cut the sugar, honey, iced tea. But anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah. So check out the blog. It's gotta love joys.com. Uh, more content will be coming. Um, so about the podcast. So I am going to rebrand dun, 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 only because my brand when I, again, doing a lot of reading for this new phase that I'm in in life, everything should kind of be cohesive. And right now my brand is a little wild. You got Gotta Love Joyce. You got I am Joyce West on Instagram. So follow me there if you're not. I am Joyce West. Okay. And then you have my blog, <laughs> two seconds before I snap, with graphic designs. But then you have on my other site, just real pictures of me. It's just a mess, okay? And then I have a color scheme for two before I snap, but then no color scheme for anything else. So it's just all over the place. So bear with me. Um, I still will be podcasting. Um, I am taking this chance. You know, that's another blessing during this quarantine. I was like, you know what, Joyce? You need to be more consistent. People need to know that they can depend on you. So many people will reach out to me like, hey, are you still going to podcast? Or, hey, are you posting another blog? And it will make me feel bad because it's like, dang, you know, people look forward to that. And I did read that in a book, a book I just recently finished. And it said that if you are a content creator, okay, and this is a tip for any content creators listening or fellow bloggers or just people trying to pursue goals, businesses, and you are inspiring others along the way, you have to be consistent, okay? For example, I expect to see Grey's Anatomy every Thursday at nine o'clock. It is there for me, you know, unless it's like, you know, on a break or something like that. But other than that, it is there for me. And that's what she said. You know, people look to their podcasts or their blogs and stuff as a form of entertainment or as a form of advice. Some people as a form of peace, some people as a form of guidance, whatever it is, a laugh, a recipe, it doesn't matter. Um, you have to just be consistent with it because there are people who expect it. There are people who depend on it. There are people who look forward to it. And if you're creating something and giving content of something that you actually love and want to talk about, then do that. Okay. So that's just where I am. You know, the quarantine has been a blessing by letting me know that, Hey, I need to be more consistent. I need to release a blog on this day once a week. Once that gets good, then we can bump it up to more. I need to release a podcast on this day every single week. You know what I'm saying? So 
bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm working on consistency before I do the whole switch because I don't have a name. I, me and my husband were talking about that earlier. Um, yeah, so look at me calling on my husband and stuff again. Mm, he got me, girl. He really don't. We're going to be talking about that much later. But anyway, he, he got me, but I'm just saying, like, we're not all, like, cakey. Um, that is something that I am going to start sharing and showing on my Instagram story um, because it is my story. I am a millennial mom of three. I have been married for 13 years. My marriage almost ended in divorce. So we are um, going through a revamp, a restoration. Um, so yeah, I think it's important for people to share that and see that. Um, people need to see and know that they um, that, that is possible. Um, and it's also possible that guess what even during the try okay because some days let me tell you i'm like oh lawyer can you get me back in there okay don't say anything but yeah so <laughs> like you know and some days i'm like okay i got this you know like yeah we're gonna do this so people need to know that that is a real thing okay that's why your story is so powerful i don't think everybody has to be a content creator or anything crazy like that but when you come in contact with people and you can share your story share it if it's ever on your heart to share it because it can be a blessing there have been so many people that have shared their personal story with me and it has been life-changing completely life-changing so yeah anyway um look at me now i didn't forget what i was talking about do 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 okay whatever let's move on to the oh the rebrand so anyway yeah i have to find a name i have to find a name i don't know yet because you know we got the whole i am joyce west stuff going Gotta love Joyce as my sign-off for my blog. So yeah, I don't know. If you have suggestions, please let me know. I'm thinking about the Joyce West show or... Hmm, I forgot what other suggestion I had. The Joyce show, I think it was. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, before we get out of here. I finally watched Love is Blind, that dating show on Netflix. So if you guys don't know what that is, let me explain it briefly. So these people, they meet each other in pods. You fall in love with each other without seeing each other. You propose to this person without ever seeing them. So it's just based off of communication, connection, vibes, all that good stuff, energy. Then once you pop the question, then you guys get to finally see each other. You, then they do it in like segments, which I thought that was kind of cool by having you have like a honeymoon. So some time together to see if physically you can still be a match. Then they put them in an apartment to see, okay, how do you live together, meeting the families. And then on the wedding day, I guess that's when you get to decide, do you or don't you want to be with this person? My favorite couple, hands down, which I'm sure a lot of people was Cameron and Lauren. And I think people were able to um, really connect with them just because you could tell that their love was genuine from the start. Um, it wasn't messy. It was very clean. He was very quick with it. The reason I love Cameron is because he was very sure. Women love a man that's very sure. He was very um, put together, okay? He was ready to take care of whoever this person that he chose. He was ready to take care of her. He was just so ready for it. He was ready to start a family um, and not just take care of her financially, emotionally, 
physically, spiritually, all that good stuff. You could just tell he was gentle. He was ready to show love. You know, he talked about being in a long-term relationship and needing time to get over that and stuff. But then now he was ready to try again. So I just love them. And then even with her, it was just a really cool, um, their story is cool. I don't want to give away too much if you haven't seen it yet, but their story was just really, really cool because it was very genuine, very authentic love from the start. Um, and then why, why else did I really like them? Oh, they're an interracial couple. Um, so not that that's like, oh my God, that's why I love them. It was just cool because when they finally saw each other, they could have been like, yeah, no, but you know, it was difficult for her at first. Not like difficult. I don't want to use that word, but it was just different. That's the word I'll use. It was different for her. So she was a little bit of adjustment, but she didn't care. She didn't care. She was just, you know, you know, asking herself some questions. And I just thought that was so cute. Like, oh my God, this is so cute. She was a content creator prior to being on the show. And so now they have like a ridiculous amount of followers. They're just insane celebrities and all that. Um, I did like Alex. No, not Alex. What is his name? Barnett. Barnett and Amber. I thought they were really cute. I was glad that he ended up picking her. He had a whole little love triangle between three women. And the only thing with him, I do feel like he should have been a little bit more honest and clear with each of those women um, because had he let them, he kind of made them all think that he, how can I put this? He made all of them think that he was just really into them individually he didn't really talk about okay it's really hard for me you know i'm struggling between you and so and so so these women could have been building connections with other men in the pods but they couldn't because he was all like holding them hostage and stuff so that was really the only thing i didn't like about him but i did like him overall i thought he was a really cool guy i liked amber for him to begin with i do not like jessica i'm pretty sure you guys have heard that from some other people watching the show um and I can't say I don't like her because I don't know her. I just didn't like her behavior on the show. Like she was stringing along the guy that she was dating. I feel like she kept trying and trying, but there was a point where she knew 100% before that wedding day that she did not want to be with that guy. And I just feel like why take someone through that humiliation? Just end it. Like seriously, like just, just stop. So that was just the only thing with her. He was very genuine. I could tell he was very much in love with her. Um, and, um, she just wasn't. So it was just like free that man up girl. And that's the thing. Some of these girls be holding these good men hostage and it's like, girl, free him up for the next girl. Okay. Shoot. On my nerve. <sighs> anyway. That's really all that I have for you guys today. Another cool thing. I know we talked the last time about Tristan and all, like all her boyfriends and the physical drama and stuff like that. Some people reached out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the most recent boyfriend, I told you guys, he was older than her. Um, and I was just patiently waiting for things to unravel just because the, the big difference in age, he, you know, he's 17. Was he 17? He's 16. Yes. And Tristan's 14. But I think his birthday just passed so he turned 17 but anyway and Tristan will be 15 in June but still like mm -mm, you driving and all that very great kid I don't have anything negative to say about him I don't have anything bad to say about him it's just like I just don't want my daughter dating someone that old right now you know I don't want her dating anybody to be completely honest with you but I really don't want her dating someone so much older and I just felt like I know that it's only a matter of time before the relationship is over. So I am happy to report the relationship is over. Um, that was sad though for her because that was like her first heartbreak. So 
I'm dealing with that with her. Not anymore so much now, but I'm just saying these are the types of things that I'm dealing with now as a mother. Um, yeah, my daughter with her little first heartbreak, that was tough to see, but we talked through it and I gassed her up, you know, doing a little Beyonce because that's what you got to do when you, you know, feeling real, oh, excuse me, <laughs> you know who I am? Um, also mixed with a whole bunch of gospel <laughs> because do you know whose daughter I am? Thank you. But, um, anyway, um, yeah, so she's also learning how to drive. Oh my God, please pray for me. It's very intense. I have PTSD because I've been in a few car accidents. So I just, I, if other people are driving and they're driving too fast or reckless or anything, I can get very anxious. So to be in the car, in the passenger seat with a 14 year old inexperienced driver. Oh my God. Talk about anxiety. But anyway, um, yeah. So pray for me. And that's what we're doing over here <laughs> this time in life. Um, no basketball. So she's obviously, you know, sad and missing that. Still lots of uh, drama though. It's like crazy. She was like involved in quite a bit of stuff. She's kind of an easy target sometimes because she can be very nice and kind. And sometimes she's a people pleaser. Sometimes she gives a little too much information or uh, sometimes she does too much. And so, yeah, but anyway, I had to intervene in a couple of situations and that was, you know, it's never fun, but you always want to make sure that your kids are okay. So sometimes I have to go into mama bear mode. Sometimes I don't get involved. Um, I did hack her Snapchat one day and I had to give some positive chit chats to the kids and it was so funny. They loved it. They loved it so much. Some of them didn't, of course. There were like six people that unfollowed her and were so mad texting her and stuff. But then there was, um, I think at least 30 or 40, she said, that like loved it to the point where they're like, oh my God, your mom should be like one of those motivational speakers that talks to the teens. And oh my God, what's her Snapchat? Because I can like follow her. So I was like, oh, okay, the people need my positivity. They need my motivation. Okay, teens, I see you. So I may... Look at me being ambitious again, giving the people what they want. Um, I may, you know, use my Snapchat. I don't really use it. I just have one to stalk the kids and make sure they're making good choices. And sometimes they're not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, I um, may just use it. Get on there sometimes and give some positive uh, pep talks because that's good. Sometimes kids do feel like they can't speak to their parents about certain things or they need somebody to be honest and real. And that's what I, I was telling them that particular day. I think people were like making comments about, oh, you know, if you don't have the latest J's type of stuff, you're not really rich, you poor and all this, like, please stop it. And so it's like, no, you do not have to have J's to be considered rich. Do the rich wear J's? Absolutely. But that's not what classifies someone as being rich and families that don't wear J's are not poor. So basically I was just going through telling them stuff like that. And yeah, so a lot of people, they appreciated the knowledge nuggets that were given to them. So there may be more of that coming. Um, what else? Mikey is just still mild-mannered. Oh my God. But boys, okay. The hygiene. Oh my God. Moms, please. Please tell me it's not just my son. I know it's not my son. I've spoken to other moms. I don't know why this has to happen to us, but that's my thing with him. Making sure he's brushing his teeth and showering. <laughs> like, <laughs> Other than that, he's like easy peasy. Um, Justice, we are in the middle of potty training her that's intense. Okay. I totally forgot because of the massive age gap, but it's very intense. It's been going okay. It is much better. This is the second week now. Um, so it's better. 
She gives us nonverbals, but she still does not give us any verbal communication letting us know she has to pee. So if we're not looking at her, um, she'll just have an accident, you know, if we don't catch the nonverbal sign. But other than that, things are going well. Like I said, divorce is off the table. Blah, blah, blah for me. Psych all. <laughs> well, I miss. Um, yeah, so me and Michael, we are in a good space. Um, we are always have been really good friends, always really good parents. Um, yeah, so I'm just trying to stay positive and stay afloat during this quarantine. 2020 has been a whole hot mess. First, Kobe. Oh my God, you guys, I cried real tears. I was devastated. That was so sad. I still think about him. I still think about Vanessa and those children. It's just, ugh, just even think and talk about it right now. It makes me sick, but 2020 has definitely been a little rocky for us, let's just say. So hopefully after this, obviously when they start to lift these stay-at-home orders, um, the disease is here to stay, okay? It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here with us forever now, just like when all these other diseases come about. So just still be careful, be safe, um, be kind to one another. Um, try not to let people shake you off your square Remember that you are in quarantine doing it your way, baby. You do not have to do it like anyone else. You don't have to be extra productive. You don't have to be extra chill. You can be somewhere in the middle or you can be either or. You know, you don't let someone else make you feel bad. And yeah, and don't make anyone else feel bad either. Let people deal with this the way that they deal with this because this is ridiculous. This is traumatizing. People are dying. Okay, here... There was finally a five-year-old I heard that died. That's ridiculous. Okay. This is just too much. Um, people not being able to have income and stuff. So let's just be kind, please. It is, there's just more than enough stuff going on. And yeah, we just need to be nice and we need to be kind. Um, so that's it. Until next time, darlings. Always remember, count to two before you snap.